helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Yeah, that's the uh, name of the show. Like that guy uh, just told you, it is the Aging Hour. It's powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis, but uh, the the main guy we want to talk to uh, is uh, Phil George, elder law attorney, the main host of this show. I just just press the buttons and ask silly questions. Oh, man, I tell you, you, you're earning that that bribe today. I'm earning my keep today. (laughs) Absolutely. Listen, we always tell everybody uh, in our first segment here uh, what's going to be coming up uh, for the next hour. But before we get to that, I know that last week you uh-huh. were t- you were talking about uh, a seminar yeah. that you're going to do coming uh, up uh, first week of January. Exactly Is that right? right. Yep. Yeah. So we don't often get to, to get here in Bellingham and to get out and see a lot of the different listeners and mm-hmm. have a seminar. So we're going to have a free educational seminar just to go over a lot of the different things we talk about here on the radio show. It's going to be Saturday, January 7th at 11 a.m. We're going to be at the Marriott's off of Northwest. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing all our listeners there and to uh, having a good seminar. We'll talk about, uh, about all things aging, about life planning, about how to how to create a plan that's going to set your family up for success, and mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, yeah. uh, Spring Hill Suites by Marriott. That's yes. also the Northwest. That's that's the one where you where, as soon as you come out of the roundabout. Exactly. It's yeah. just up there. There, there kind of looks like there's two hotels together. Right. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Phil George, across the uh, microphone from me here on the uh, the Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Um, if you ever have a question for Phil, or you got a topic uh, for the show that you want want us to bring up. Uh, which we're going to be uh, discussing here in just a second. You can always uh, email Phil. That address is radio at safeharborlegal.com. Again, radio at safeharborlegal.com, and uh, we'll address your issue in an upcoming show. Uh, so today, what mm-hmm. is on the bucket list? So we've got, uh, we got some good stuff today. So uh, there was a client question that came in, and they wanted to know what the difference was between end-of-life documents, mm-hmm. basically living wills, post forms, and DNRs. So we'll go through mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Then we got a couple of good articles. The first one is major expenses that shrink when you retire. Second one is three things you should do and three things you shouldn't do to prepare for retirement. And then finally, as always, we'll just wrap it up at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. You want to jump into the uh, email it. question? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was a client question. Let me read this to you. It says, uh, my doctor keeps talking to me about end of life documents. Oh, I don't know if that's anything or <laughs> ten of things to come exactly. there. I understand. Everybody needs to be concerned about that. Anyway, uh, I uh, this person uh, says, I think I have a living will, but they want me to get a, is it post, P-O-L-S-T, post yep. form. Are these the same thing, Phil? So this is a great question. And there are it, there's a lot of confusion around this because people get bombarded from all sides. They're approached by their doctors now, their nurses now, their attorneys mm-hmm. now about what they want their end-of-life documents to be. And so they're basically three different end-of-life documents, and we'll talk about those different documents today. Um, They all do basically the same thing. They tell the doctors how you want to pass under specific circumstances. Mm -hmm. Um, But those are the living will. That's sometimes also called an advanced health directive. Uh, There's the pulsed form. 
P-O-L-S-T form. And then there's the DNR, the do not resuscitate form. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, all, all three of these basically talk about your decisions for end of life. Um, but they cover, like I said, different scenarios. Well, then let's talk about the living will. Absolutely. So think of the living will as the pull the plug scenario, Mm -hmm. right? You've, you've talked to people before, I'm sure who've said, well, if I'm ever, if I'm ever in a, in a hospital bed and I, I, you know, I, I'm in a coma or whatever else, I just want you to pull the plug. Yeah. And that's really what this one is. Um, really in, in Washington state, if, if, uh, the, the attending physician says that you're in a permanent unconscious state. So really if you're vegetative and uncommunicative, so mm-hmm. if there's no brain waves and there's no ability to communicate, this lets the doctors know whether you want them to remove you from life sustaining treatment. So, mm-hmm. uh, hydration, nutrition, antibiotics, that kind of thing. And just allow you to pass naturally, or do you want to be kept plugged in for as long as you can, and and stick around to, for as long as your family okay. wants you stuck yeah. around? Uh, and so that's really what the living will does. Now, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of people, you know, it can go either way, and a lot of people are a little bit concerned by this, especially when they think about, you know, well, can they pull the plug on me early? You know, what if I'm, what if I'm taking a nap? Can my, can yeah, my kids run in and be, just pull the plug? Be careful about that. Exactly right. Yeah. Or, you know, there was a big scare with COVID, right? People would be hooked up to the ventilators and they would be, um, they would be kind of knocked out mm-hmm. because the intubation when that feeding tube goes down or the breathing tube is, is mm. pretty invasive. Yeah. So, but no, the, this, you can only activate the living will if somebody is truly, you know, in a vegetative state. No brain waves and uncommunicative. Is this what happened in the uh, the Terry Schiavo? That's exactly uh, case? right. That's okay. exactly right. Hmm. There was a Terry Schiavo case uh, that was back in in two thousand. Uh, she was about twenty eight or twenty nine. Had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, heart stopped for about eight or nine minutes. Went brain dead. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in that condition then for about. F- three, four years before her husband finally said, you know, um, her and I had this conversation. She didn't want to live this way. I think it's time that we remove her from life-sustaining treatment. Um, as soon as he did that, her parents came forward and said, no, 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 she would never have said that. And so it ended up being a great big court battle well, down they didn't in Florida. Have, so they didn't have any legal no documentation? No legal documents. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Well, obviously that's mm-hmm. what you want to avoid. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what you're trying to do. You're mm-hmm. trying to state your wishes so that one, people don't have to guess what you, what you want, but two, so you don't end up in a position where your spouse is fighting your parents or something along those lines. Yeah. So so that's what that's, that's about. That's the living will. You, yes. Now, you mentioned pulsed form, yes. and I must admit, all the times I've been talking with mm-hmm. you, I don't think I've ever heard of this. So explain no. what this so is. So pulsed form, this is the, uh, your doctor's usually going to be the one that talks about it. Uh, it's a bright green form. They'll ask you to slap on your fridge. Now, throughout the vast majority of Washington State, pulsed stands for Physician's Order for Life-Sustaining Treatment. Okay. Um, at uh, Peace Health, they've changed it a little bit, and they refer to it as the Portable Order for Life-Sustaining Treatment. But really what it is, like I said, it's a bright green form and it tells uh, it tells uh, emergency personnel what you want to have happen. So you know how if let's say you have a heart attack in the park and someone comes along and starts doing CPR to you, it's actually illegal for them to stop unless a doctor comes and taps them on the shoulder and says, you know, it's enough. It's over. Mm. It's time to stop. What the pulsed form does is it's like a doctor being there in the room with you and you get to decide. Basically, there's three levels of care. The the doctor is either telling the, the EMTs as they come crashing through your door. One, I want full treatment. Take care of me. Do whatever it takes to resuscitate me. Uh, two, um, give me minimal care. Uh, I don't want anything invasive, so mm-hmm. don't uh, put anything down my throat. Don't try to intubate me or anything like that. Okay. Or three, you know what? If if I'm having a heart attack, just let me go. 
Um, I want you to just give me comfort care only. So Mm -hmm. the problem with these is you just have to be very, very careful with them. Mm. Um, Mistakes have been made in the past. Again, EMTs are trained to glance at the fridge to see if there's a bright green form on it. Mm -hmm. Remember their job anyway, if they come crashing through your front door is to revive you if they can, unless they see this green form. So if you put that bright green form on your fridge and you say you want to be revived, you're being redundant and mistakes have been made. So mm-hmm. well-intentioned EMTs have looked at the fridge, seen a green form and thought to themselves, well, the only reason the person could have it up there or want to have it up there is if they don't want care, right? Yeah, right. So you have to be really, really careful with that. I would mm-hmm. say the only reason you put that on your fridge is if you do not want the EMTs to do anything for you. Ah. If if the actual act of CPR is going to be more harmful than beneficial to you. Okay. Well, so, that's, the, that's the post form. Uh, yes. D- DNR, uh, mm-hmm. pr- pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Do not resuscitate. Exactly. And so think of this as this is strictly uh, CPR or shocking your heart back into into rhythm. Um, The one of the primary uses for this is if you're going in for surgery um, and you'll tell the doctors whether or not you want to be resuscitated. So if you're if you're in surgery and your heart stops for whatever reason, do you want them to do CPR or shock you back into into a rhythm with your heart or do you want them to just let you pass? Hmm. Uh, and so that's what a DNR is. And mm-hmm. so, again, they all kind of cover these end of life issues, but they all do it in a different way and they all kind of cover different areas. Mm-hmm. Um the vast majority of people are okay with a living will um, that covers the most ground, uh, a pulsed form and a DNR. Those are things that you're probably going to talk about with your physician. I just had a thought here before we uh, go to break. Yeah. Uh, when I had my um, my leg surgery, after yeah. I broke my leg, you know, yeah. they put me under. Absolutely. Did I, I don't remember a whole, well, I remember a few things talking yeah. to the physicians and signing forms. Yeah. Did I probably sign probably. something that said, probably. hey, you know, make, yeah. make sure if my heart stops, More than likely. you revive me. I probably did yeah, that yeah huh. absolutely you know something i don't remember doing it <laughs> well a lot of times too you'll hear of uh, of people um you know there are military people that would uh, get tattoos of a dnr under under their armpit oh. stuff like that you know just to is you know the, the the nobody wants to come back brain dead right? right and so if your heart stopped for a certain amount of time don't shock me. Just let me gotcha. go. Yeah. Okay. Phil Georgia with us, Elder Law Attorney, The Aging Hour, powered by uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Um, what are we doing next? So next we're going to talk about an article that came in about these, some things that you should be, uh, some 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 expenses that actually shrink when you retire. So, so that means good news. Good news. Nice. Can you imagine? We'll, do, we'll, have, that, uh, we'll have that yeah. next here on The Aging Hour on uh, KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. This year, you should give your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan. Hello, folks. This is Elder Law Attorney Phil George. I'm the host of The Aging Hour right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Do you want to make sure your family doesn't have to go through probate if you pass? Do you want to avoid death taxes? Do you want to have a plan in place that will reduce or remove the burden on your family if something should happen to you? At Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, we practice a comprehensive and collaborative approach to estate and retirement planning that will help you set your family up for success. Don't let another year go by without getting your planning in order. Learn more by joining 
joining me for a free seminar in Bellingham on Saturday, the 7th of January at 11 a.m. We'll be at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott on Northwest Avenue. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com or by calling 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. And welcome back to the show, uh, The Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Bill Davis here, along with uh, elder law attorney Phil George. Uh, we uh, we take up topics and questions from you. If you would uh, like to have Phil address something, well, it's easy to do so. Radio at safeharborlegal.com. That's the email address. Radio at safeharborlegal.com. You can also call Phil, uh, 360-746-7169. Leave a message there, and um, he will... Well, number one, you'll get back to them, and yeah. number two, we'll address their uh, topic. Absolutely. We'll change your names even. Yeah. Yeah, we might like make them that. silly. I yeah. like that. Yeah, but you will You will remain anonymous exactly. here on uh, this show. All right, so uh, mm-hmm. I, I love the fact a few minutes ago you were talking about this segment that uh, when we retire, there oh, yeah. might be some expenses that might go down. Absolutely, there okay. are. So according to this article, and this came out of Money Talk News, the gal who wrote it, her name's Melissa Neiman, mm-hmm. um, and it's seven expenses, seven major expenses that shrink when you retire. And so a lot of people, they kind of dream about that day when they can, uh, you know, stop working working for good and you know retirement finances and creating a budget and those types of things are something that are those are things that are really important for people to do and we talk all the time about hidden expenses and how expenses go up and all that mm-hmm. well now we're going to talk about seven expenses that actually go down uh, when it comes to retirement. Okay. Well, uh, so, let's see. Seven. Numero, so that means we'd start with the first one. Numero uno. Okay. Absolutely. Mm. Transportation. 
And that makes sense, right? So mm-hmm. during your work life, you spend a chunk of time in the car. You're commuting to and from work, all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the average U.S. household with that is under 65, so under retirement age, it said spent $10,961 per year on transportation. Okay. That's like to and from work. Absolutely. Well, and it's, and yeah. it's insurance yeah. and it's gas and all that kind of good stuff. Okay. Now, households where the head of household is over 65, so those households that are considered to be in retirement, Mm -hmm. they spent an average of $7,160 per year on retirement. So almost four grand. Almost, absolutely. Is is that just gas? I mean, does insurance go down? Uh, Insurance goes down, gas goes down. Um, You know, it's obviously, you know, the the wear and tear in your car goes down. The Mm -hmm. amount of times you have to actually switch your cars out goes down. Um, Wheels, you know, have to change your tires, that kind of stuff. Yeah, because, you know, normally you're you're driving probably 12,000 miles a year uh, going back and forth to work Easy, and, yeah. and that means tires every you know, four years or whatever but then if you're not doing the work thing i mean you you could be down to uh i don't know four or five thousand miles a year easy and that would be that'd be like one oil change a year exactly yeah. right and talk about extending the life of your car yeah. right i mean man oh man okay so numero dos okay number two Payroll taxes. So paychecks are a great thing, right? Everybody loves getting a paycheck. Mm -hmm. Everybody likes the idea of of how much they're going to be making. And then you see your paycheck, you open that thing up and you think to yourself, wait a second, that's not as big as it should be. Hmm. And it's not as big as it should be because of payroll taxes, Yeah, right? Payroll taxes come out. You're paying 6.2% for Social Security. You're paying 1.4% for Medicare. Now, and if you're self-employed, so that's if you're you're, uh, uh, working for somebody else. But if Mm -hmm. you're self-employed, they're going to take about 14.2% out of your paycheck. Mm -hmm. Well, good news is when you retire, um, theoretically, you're no longer receiving a paycheck. So they're no longer going to be able to take payroll taxes out of uh, the income that you receive from Social Security or other, uh, your other investments. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so payroll taxes, buy buying the car car. Absolutely. All right, nice. Absolutely. Uh, what's number three? Retirement contributions. Now, this hmm. makes sense, right? I guess a little bit. If you're in retirement, then you're probably not going to be making retirement contributions any longer. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, they're trying to put as much money as they can into their retirement in the last 10 to 15 years of their working life, right? Mm-hmm. And if you've got a 401k, that can be as much as twenty, almost $23,000 a year. If you've got an IRA, it's about $6,500 per year. And if you're over the age of, I believe at 60, they allow you what are called makeup contributions. So you can mm-hmm. put in even more. Mm-hmm. But as we've been talking about, when you retire, those contributions just kind of disappear. Okay. So you're so, able to put more or enjoy more of your income. We're talking about the uh, seven major expenses that might be shrinking yes. when you retire. It's uh, an article from uh, Money Talk News that mm-hmm. uh, Phil brought to us today. Phil George, uh, the mm-hmm. aging hour, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Uh, we're up to number four now. Number four, yeah. life insurance and disability insurance. So the idea is a lot of times you're not having it or does the price go premiums go down? What what are we talking? No, I I think that um, I think that the opposite would be true. If you kept your life insurance, I'm pretty sure the premiums would go up as you get older. Yeah. But most people, this article, it's. It talks about how most people get life insurance to replace the income that would have been lost for a spouse. Right. 
right? Okay. So if if I'm let's say 45 years old and I have two kids in school and whatever my spouse doesn't work, then you know I might need a million and a half dollars in life insurance to replace my income over the next 15 years, whatever. Right. Um, this is saying that because now when you're in retirement, um, you're not trying to replace an income any longer because mm-hmm. you're living off of savings and mm-hmm. investments and social security and that kind of thing, that the need for life insurance kind of diminishes for a lot of people and the disability insurance that comes with it. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, there are those people that use life insurance retirement plans and those types of things as part of their retirement strategy. Um, But those folks aren't worried about money too much anyhow. You wouldn't think so. No, no, no. Uh, Seven major expenses that Mm -hmm. shrink when you retire. I like this one. Phil gave me the list a few minutes ago. Oh, boy. Uh, Housing Housing. expenses Absolutely. Well, the idea here is that, you know, if you're raising kids or whatever a lot of people are, you know, um, they leave the house someday or they're supposed to, right? Yeah. Uh, they're not supposed to move into the basement, even though a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. So if you've got um, fewer people in your home anymore because your kids are now in school or whatever else, then you can get a smaller home. And if you can get a smaller home, um, then, you know, maybe it's costing you a little bit less. So the mortgage payment goes or mm-hmm. mortgage payment goes down. Maybe your insurance payments go down. Maybe your, your uh, property taxes go down, that kind of thing. And so do you have some actual figures? Oh, to back you this up. Know yeah, I, I know. Have figures. I figured you would. So, yeah. households under 65, so um, households that aren't in retirement, their average annual housing expenses are about $22,624 per year. Mm-hmm. Households over 65, so households in retirement, the average annual housing expense is about $18,872 per year. Yeah, so, so four again, grand, four about grand four less grand. than you're uh, spending. So far, yeah. we can, you know, if we add that up to the, the transportation one earlier, we're about eight grand uh, in the, grand in the blue. Absolutely, nice. or in the yeah. black. Um, would food enter into this? Absolutely. Yeah. And so part of that, having a smaller household, isn't just being able to have a smaller house. It's that you don't longer have the teenage son that goes through and drinks a gallon of milk every Every day right. and and empties out the freezer and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. odds are pretty good that as your household shrinks, your 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 budget for food is also going to go down. And okay. so the numbers play that out too. Households under sixty five, so pre retirement households, the food expenses are about eight thousand two hundred eighty nine dollars per year. For those households that are over 65, so those households that are in retirement, those annual food expenses, they're about $6,490 per year. Because there's not as many people. Not as many people chowing down. Absolutely. Uh, Number seven. Number seven. Big number seven. So now this is clothes. Huh? Clothes. Clothes? Clothes. Clothes. Well, okay. Yeah. I, I uh, right? So the, the idea mm-hmm. here is that a lot of people spend money on their work wardrobe. Oh, okay. So yeah. like, I don't know, let's say attorneys, right? You have not, to buy not in suits. Not in radio, though, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. We don't dress up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, but, but with the term, well, that's what they, they always tell me, right? I have a face for radio. Yep. That's uh, just how it goes. You got clothes for radio. <laughs> exactly. Nice. So, okay. But so, if you're yeah, an attorney. Work, work clothes. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're paying okay. money for clothes. Yeah. And if you have to wear some kind of uniform or you mm-hmm. have to have over whatever it is, right? And so if you don't have to have the nice clothes for work or whatever else, then your budget for clothes is going to go down. Hmm. So households under 65, 
so this is pre-retirement households. Their average clothing expense is going to be about $1,754 per year. And households over 65, so those households that are in retirement, their average annual clothing expense is going to be about $986 per uh, year. Yeah, I'm no math major. I've been trying to keep up with this. Have we, have we saved close to ten grand? I believe we've saved more than ten grand wow. now because there are some of these that uh, kind of cheaped out on us and didn't even put numbers next to them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I would say that we're probably pushing uh, close to $1,000 a month in savings just by being retired. But I would think also, okay, now suddenly I'm, I'm you know, Whooping and hollering, saying, right. yeah, over ten thousand dollars a year. Look at me. Let's go uh, blow some cash. Don't go. Don't go buy half a boat or whatever. I know you always <laughs> talk about <laughs> the financial <laughs> dashboard. No, that's exactly right, yeah. and that's part of life planning, right? Um, we talk about this all the time. If you want to retire successfully, you have to have a good plan in place, not only with your legal documents, but your health and your housing and your finances. Mm-hmm. And so, this is part of of really cleaning up your housing, getting your financial plan in order. Is you want to sit down and have that dashboard. You want to know, okay, given how how much these expenses are going to drop given how much I'm in my retirement what how long my investments are going to last you know this is exactly how much I'm going to be able to spend every month and of course you're going to have a little bit of wiggle room in there but when the professionals help you create this kind of budget they're really really good at it they can pinpoint within a month of when you'll be able to retire and have enough money to last you they'll be able to tell you with really surprising accuracy exactly how much money you're going to be able to spend every year and that's with being able to achieve your goals of how much you want to leave your kids and how much you want to spend every year on travel and all that kind of good stuff. So having somebody to help you out with that dashboard when it comes to your finances is incredibly important. What would you like to talk about next? So next we've got another article, three things you should do and three things you absolutely shouldn't do as you prepare for retirement. Coming up next on the Aging Hour powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions here on KGMI. Did you know that if you have a will, Your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die. That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. This year, you should give your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan. Hello, folks. This is Elder Law Attorney Phil George. I'm the host of The Aging Hour right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Do you want to make sure your family doesn't have to go through probate if you pass? Do you want to avoid death taxes? Do you want to have a plan in place that will reduce or remove the burden on your family if something should happen to you? At Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, we practice a comprehensive and collaborative approach to estate and retirement planning that will help you set your family up for success. Don't let another year go by without getting your planning in order. Learn more by joining joining me for a free seminar in Bellingham on Saturday the 7th of January at 11 a.m. We'll be at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott on Northwest Avenue. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com or by calling 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169.
Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Yeah, welcome back to the Aging Hour, uh, powered by our friends at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Elder Law Attorney Phil George uh, with me as well, me being Bill Davis. I just uh, I just push the buttons and ask the questions, and <laughs> Phil has the answers uh, here. And um, by the way, people who are listening to us, you know, they may be driving around, yeah. in, you know, the old-fashioned AM radio. Exactly right. Oh, they might be on the high-tech 96.5 FM uh, as well, the clear, uh, the total clear channel, uh, except when you – I think it's kind of low-power. Power. As soon as you yeah. get out of the city limits, yeah. you, you might ought to flip over to AM. But if uh, for some reason uh, there's a uh, there's a, a phone number, uh, maybe uh, an email address like uh, radio at safeharborlegal.com if you want to get in touch with Phil. Things you miss and you want to hear it again, uh, we load all these podcasts up. Absolutely. And there are uh, places to go to. Well, you know, you can go to KGMI. You can go to right. our podcast page. But there's lots of other places. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can go to my website, safeharborlegal.com. You can also go to anywhere else where you you would find regular podcasts. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spreaker, any place like that. Just go in and Google um, uh, Google The Aging Hour and it should pop right up. So if you've got something like Bill was saying that uh, you kind of missed or something that you want to share with somebody, something like that, mm-hmm. we've got all of the shows that we've ever done there just listed right out so you can share that information with folks and uh, yeah, learn more about aging. There's a few you can uh, sift through. I think this uh, this weekend was, is this our 26th? 26th episode. Oh, we're halfway through the year. Halfway through the year. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you mentioned before we um, went to break that uh, you've got an article here about uh, three things that uh, we ought to be doing. Yep. Three things we shouldn't be doing. Yep. Uh, so three and three for all retirement. Where, where'd you get this one? So this one came out of, again, Money Talk News. Uh, the gal who put this together, her name is Pam Kruger. And so the idea is, you know, as you're preparing for retirement, you're thinking about what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. And according to Pam, these are the three things you definitely should do and the three things you definitely shouldn't do for retirement. Okay. All right. Well, let's just jump into it. Let's jump into the do's. So first, the definite do's. These are the things you have to take into account as you start retirement planning. So the first one, schedule the money talk with your family. You hit this home all the time. Oh, boy. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So you have a just have a real candid talk with your family. You want to talk to them about when you'd like to retire, where you'd like to live, create a bucket list of those things you want to see in your travels. Um, and But it starts about that, that talk about money, right? Mm-hmm. So how much money are you going to have? How much are you going to be able to spend? Bring your family in on that talk so that everybody's on the same page. So if, you know, things are a little bit tight, you know, maybe at that point your kids aren't coming to you and asking for help with the mortgage and that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, but bring your family in on that and schedule that money talk earlier the better probably. the earlier the better Think absolutely so? okay uh that's the uh that's the number one thing well the one of three things right. that you should do when yes. we're talking about retirement planning what's uh, what's next create the cash flow plan now okay so it's it's easy to say that you should have that your money should basically outlive you right mm-hmm. you uh or a lot of people they want the last check to balance but i'm telling you i want to be <laughs> i want to be double zeros when i uh, when i when i cash it in snake eyes yeah um but you know, having this happen doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen magically, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about here, and I've said before. You know, good planning isn't just falling off the rutabaga truck and, yeah. and hoping that everything is okay. You have to actually plan, and it's not enough to just put a plan together and then never look at it again. It really takes planning, patience, and discipline over the long term in order to kind of make that cash flow plan work. Mm-hmm. If you do want your cash to last as long as you, and so this is something. And again, we talked about the financial dashboard a little bit last segment. Mm -hmm. This is another good time to be talking to your financial professional about your financial dashboard. Mm -hmm. Know exactly how much you're going to be able to spend. Know when you're going to be able to retire. Know how long your savings are going to last and know how much you're going to be able to leave your kids. From uh, from a um, article in Money Talk, uh-huh. uh, three things uh, you should and should not yes. do uh, when you're uh, getting ready for your retirement. So the third thing you should do would be what? Make your life less taxing. Well, that, that goes without saying anyway, right? Yeah. It's a motto for me. Yeah. Uh, but so when I originally read this title, I thought to myself, oh, this is going to be about avoiding taxes. Uh, it's not. This is about um, the benefit of having somebody else, maybe like Pam, um, manage your finances rather than doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. And so what she's saying here is that there's a, a recent Vanguard study that came out. And it said that a self-managed portfolio worth $500,000 grows to an average of $1.7 million in 25 years. Mm -hmm. And you think to yourself, man, that sounds pretty good, right? I'm set. Absolutely. I've done a heck of a job. I've turned $500,000 into $1.7 million. Mm -hmm. Well, hold on there. There's a little bit of other news. The Vanguard study also said that that same $500,000 portfolio grows to $3.4 million if it's being taken care of by a professional. Once again, I'm no math major, but that's that's double from doing it yourself. Sounds like it to me. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. again, we don't know if Pam is a financial advisor or not. I'm starting to suspect that she is. Yep. But Pam's take, make your life less taxing, uh, have a professional, manage your portfolio. You'll mm-hmm. make twice as much. Okay. Sure. Those, those are the three things uh, you should do. Absolutely. You got three things we oh, shouldn't do? Oh, boy. So Pam's got let's, three things for us we shouldn't do. These well, are the jump things into it. Okay. you do not want to do when planning for retirement. All so, right. Bill, this first one's going to come as a surprise. Don't bet on winning the lottery. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I know. No kidding, right. Sherlock. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's okay to be nice. <laughs> Absolutely. But what are your odds? Exactly. Uh, One in 300 million. Okay. So, yeah. you know, sure. throw everybody yeah. in the United States and do a big old bucket and pull one out and that person's going to win. Does anybody really bet on uh, for, I, for their retirement? Pam seems to think so. Okay. 
But yeah, and so I, I think that what she's trying to say here, if I could put words into Pam's mouth, is that don't expect just a lightning bolt of good fortune to come along. Okay. This yeah. is, you know, it it planning is more about about uh, you know persevering, uh, finding a good planner, sticking to a plan, creating a budget, all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get where you want to get daydreaming about the lottery, right? Oh, okay. Popping twenty bucks in a week or whatever people do. Okay. Um, it, it's it's a large it's a long harder road a lot of times people don't like to hear that but again planning isn't just it just doesn't happen magically something's gonna take effort uh, i've got some friends Mm -hmm. who um are going to uh, come into some inheritance uh, one day and they're talking about oh yeah fat city we're gonna gonna be fine i'm i'm thinking maybe that's not what you should totally depend on well according to pam the second or the second do not do thing is is don't think that your inheritance is going to be a retirement plan so uh you know first of all it you know maybe it just isn't in good taste to be counting your retirement before it hatches Sure. If I can mix some metaphors here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's also a lot that goes with that, too. Just because you think you might be getting a certain amount doesn't mean you're going to get that amount. Mm. There are all sorts of things that come into play when it turns into how much you actually get in retirement. Um, you look at the at the the cost of long term care being, you know, ten thousand dollars a month if if you're if you're you know, mom or dad need long-term care. Mm -hmm. Uh, You look at housing prices going up and down. You look at all sorts of other things that could happen. And, you know, if your entire retirement plan is hoping you're going to get a million bucks and you only end up with three or $400,000, you're in a world of hurt at that point. Especially if you've planned. You're going to have to start taste testing friskies. I mean, this is, you got I'm writing all these new metaphors down. (laughs) Taste testing friskies. I like it. Yeah, your parents are probably spending your retirement exactly. right now so you know don't, exactly uh, don't count on that right absolutely um think of it as a bonus w- uh, so what's our third thing that we shouldn't third thing, be doing do not do don't expect to live off of your social security benefits and this is one i wholeheartedly agree with pam about well, unless you're living in a shack and eating right. friskies absolutely. right so unless you've developed a taste for friskies right. um you probably shouldn't be doing this so um the, the truth is that Social Security was only ever intended to pay for about a third of your bills. Yeah. Um, Just a little supplement. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a supplement. And so you look at the average Social Security payment, and I believe it's about $1,700 or so a month. You don't want to be living off of that. It's mm-hmm. incredibly, incredibly hard to make ends meet off of that kind of $1,700 payment. Mm-hmm. So don't just rely on that. Have other investments in place. Have other savings in place. If you're expecting to live off of Social Security, then you're in for kind of, I think, a rude awakening. Not yeah. only that, but... If Congress can't get their act together, then I believe it's by, I want to say 2030, um, they're only going to be able to pay out about 80% of what people are getting anyhow. So exactly. Mm -hmm. So you have to be real careful with that. Well, yeah. And wrapping it all up, you just basically talk about planning, just making sure you plan. And this is exactly right. Mm -hmm. And not only planning, but really planning, you know, for success with your family. I mean, planning isn't, oh, I'm going to put this $20 aside to get a lottery ticket or, oh, you know, well, I'll just make sure that mom and dad live in a, in a, in a bad nursing home or something like that. You want to create a successful retirement plan that's going to set up not only you, but your family for success. Mm -hmm. And and that's more than just, okay, I, 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 
want to have a will or, okay, I want to have the biggest pile of money. You really have to look at all the facets of your life if you want to be successful, if you don't want to become that burden on your family. If uh, if you happen to miss the first three segments of our uh, show today, no worries at all because uh, Phil and I are going to come back uh, in just a minute and uh, kind of give you the uh, the Cliff Notes version. The wrap-up of everything that, yep, we've talked about here on the Aging Hour on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. This year, you should give your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan. Hello, folks. This is Elder Law Attorney Phil George. I'm the host of The Aging Hour right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Do you want to make sure your family doesn't have to go through probate if you pass? Do you want to avoid death taxes? Do you want to have a plan in place that will reduce or remove the burden on your family if something should happen to you? At Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, we practice a comprehensive and collaborative approach to estate and retirement planning that will help you set your family up for success. Don't let another year go by without getting your planning in order. Learn more by joining joining me for a free seminar in Bellingham on Saturday the 7th of January at 11 a.m. We'll be at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott on Northwest Avenue. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com or by calling 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. 
Yeah, we're back on the uh, the final segment of the Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Actually, it's more powered by my friend, elder law attorney, Phil George. Oh, yeah. You like being, you're, you're powerful. I do. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be wearing a Superman a man, cape or something. Oh, man. Yeah. i tell you what. Superhero. Get a secret identity, too. Big power <laughs> guy over there. Uh, it, the show is all about, uh, about aging, about, yeah. you know, it, Medicare, blah, blah, blah. Just all kinds of subjects when it comes to, uh, you know, getting a little bit older. Oh, and um, before I forget, yeah. uh, I want to make sure everybody knows about your seminar. Yeah. It's coming up uh, January 7th? January 7th. Okay. We'll be at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott. So it, it's been a while since we've had our last seminar up yeah. here. And so what we do is we like to put on these free educational seminars from time to time. Uh, it allows people to kind of come in, get to meet us in person. Mm-hmm. Um, they can ask their questions. They can learn more about life planning. They can learn more about how to successfully plan for retirement so that they're not putting their family Family's in a position where all of a sudden, you know, somebody's going to have to leave work to take care of them or, you know, so they don't have to worry about running out of money due to uncovered long-term care costs or, or estate taxes or that kind of thing. And so what this is, is it's a way for us to get out there in the community and to give some give people a free education about what life planning is all about. And uh, yeah, we'll be back in Bellingham here in January. Uh, we really only come to Bellingham about twice a year. Mm, okay. So looking forward to this. We'll be there on Saturday, January 7th. This is at 11 a.m. The Spring Hill Suites by Marriott, uh, just off of Northwest. And what I'd recommend is if this is something that you want to do, and this is something you should want to do, but if this is something that you have an interest in, uh, register early because there's a limited amount of seats. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can register at uh, www.safeharborlegal.com. That's my website. And you just go to the seminar tab and you can register there. Uh, Or you can register by just calling us at 360-746-7169. And you know, just let us know. Uh, you can attend either in person. Uh, you can also attend via Zoom if you're mm-hmm. still a little skittish about getting into close contact with other folks. But it'll be a great way for you to kind of start the new years, learning a little bit about how to plan successfully. And ideally, you know, putting yourself in a position where you won't go one more year without putting a successful retirement plan in place. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, this should be the year where you want to make sure that you set your family up for success. Makes sense. So uh, you can register at uh, safeharborlegal.com. Uh, earlier today on, oh, the, yeah. on the show, we had uh, we had a bunch of segments with uh, some great info. We, uh, yeah. we first talked about, uh, there was an email question that came in, uh-huh. want to know the difference between uh, a living will, a, yes. a, a post, which by yeah. the way, I, it's so funny. You know, you and I have talked, you and I have been associated with each other a number of years yes, now. I never years. knew what a post yeah. was or a D. DNR. We talked yeah, about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and these are three end of life documents that we talked about. They all basically do the same thing. They tell people how you want to spend your last few minutes. Um, and so you've got the living will that covers when you're in a vegetative state. You've got a Pulsed form, the physician's order on life-sustaining treatment, or if you're at Peace Health, the portable order on life-sustaining treatment. Now that's that. Uh, you told me that's that green. It's uh, a lime green the, form. You can't miss it. That's on your probably exactly, on your fridge. Like neon green. And right. what you're supposed to do is they slap it on your fridge, and mm-hmm. it tells the EMTs if they come crashing through your door because you're having a heart attack whether or not you want them to uh, save you mm-hmm. or just basically make you comfortable and watch you pass away. Okay. So um, that's the pulse form. And then you've got the DNR. And the DNR stands for do not resuscitate. And that is primarily for people uh, to tell the doctors if, let's say, they're in surgery or something like that, if my heart stops, if I code out on the operating room table, 
do I want them to to shock me back in or do I want them just to allow me to pass? Yeah. So okay. those are the three end of life forms. Your doctor will probably talk to you about the post form and the DNR. Uh, your attorney will more than likely talk to you about the living will. Yeah. We also, uh, my favorite segment, we also talked about uh, some expenses oh, that yeah. uh, probably go down oh, yeah. when you retire. Well, I think when we added this up, we added up to about uh, close to a grand. grand? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. about a grand every month, I think, that you'd be saving here. Everything from transportation to retirement contributions. I mean, we had food and clothes on this list, but there's a whole big list of those those expenses that go down when you retire as your household shrinks, as your footprint kind of shrinks, as you have to spend less on your retirement accounts and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Those expenses, they'll go down. Yeah, excellent. Uh, and then uh, another one of my favorite segments, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about uh, three things that uh, you ought to be doing in right. retirement, three things you probably shouldn't yes. be doing in retirement. Can you run through those six Absolutely. Real quick? Absolutely. And so this is this all came from Pam, and I think that Pam is kind of a, a closet financial planner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you want to make sure that you schedule the money talk with your family, and then you want to create a cash flow plan, and you want to make your life less taxing. So Pam wants you to work with a financial planner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times that's a good idea, as long as it's the right financial planner and that they are giving you the right information. So mm-hmm. good job, Pam, on the do's. Now with the don'ts, you don't want to make winning the lottery your entire plan for retirement. Makes sense. That I'm just going to say it, Bill. That's a dumb thing to do. It is. It, it, it's it a really fun is. thing to do. Absolutely. If you got it to throw away, but absolutely. Don't, but, but don't count on those mega millions. Being, uh, it's being you're there. exactly right. Yeah. Same thing with an inher- an inheritance being your retirement plan. It's one thing to know that you might have some money coming to you. It's another thing to put all your eggs in that basket. Uh, believe me, I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney. Uh, by the time people actually receive their inheritance, a lot of times they look at me and they go, where's the rest of it? Yeah. It's because through the process of, of working through courts mm-hmm. and, and paying taxes and the final expenses of your parents' life and those types of things, the inheritance that you think that you're going to get diminishes pretty rapidly. So again, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't count on the re- your inheritance being your retirement plan. Yeah. And then finally, uh, Social Security, right? Don't just count on Social Security being your only source of income. If you do, again, find out which flavor of friskies you like best because right. it's going to be it's yeah. going to be a rough one. Buckle up. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, some of the things you can do and should not do in, yeah. in retirement. Uh, you know, I think what this uh, what this all means is uh, some folks look at retirement uh, may, maybe just like an oncoming freight train from one angle, yeah. and really they should expand Absolutely. their horizon a little bit as yeah. how they're going to look at it. So a lot of people, they face retirement like something that's just going to happen to them and that yeah. they have no control over and that they're just going to, like we talk about, fall off the rutabaga truck, all of a sudden they're in retirement, and you know, whatever the situation is at that time, that's just what they're going to go with. Right. Well, that's a really crummy way to plan for retirement. And if that's the way you're approaching retirement, what you're doing is you're setting your family up for a whole lot of misery. Uh, because I have to tell you, even those folks that do plan here in the U.S., more than 70% of them actually fail when their families need them the most. So if you want to put a retirement plan together that's going to make sure that you don't get shuttled off to a nursing home in the middle of the night or that you don't end up having to pay death tax 
taxes or, or, or uncovered long-term care costs to diminish your estate, or probably most importantly, that you don't become a huge burden on your family, right? That your daughter doesn't have to leave her job to take care of you if something happens to you, then you have to put a good plan together. You have to go put a good plan in place. And if you do, you dramatically increase your odds of having a successful retirement and you dramatically increase your odds of being remembered fondly by your family, well, right? Yeah. Don't put them in a position where you're going to be that huge burden. Um, and believe me, this is all possible. This is These are some of the things that we're going to be talking about when we're at that seminar on January 7th. Mm-hmm. And again, you can register for that. You can go to uh, www.safeharborlegal.com. You can go to the seminar tab and register there. Or you can just register by calling 360-746-7169. But again, good planning just doesn't happen to somebody. It's not getting struck by lightning. Good planning, it takes effort. It mm-hmm. takes a little bit of time. And you know, it takes some conscious thought. This is something you want to do. So come do it. If you've got a uh, topic for a future show or a question, you can also email uh, Phil at radio at safeharborlegal.com. What subjects uh, would you cover for them? Anything that has to do with aging. So Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security benefits, veterans benefits, aging parents. What do you want to do with them? How do you help them out? Wills or trusts, whether or not you should go through probate. What are the senior housing issues? And you can see this goes on and on. Geriatric doctors, Mm -hmm. anything you can think of that has to do with aging, send those questions in. We'll talk about it. Congratulations, Phil George. You have killed another hour. A whole half a year, Bill. Yeah. So we spent a half a year bringing this kind of playing in people's lives. You know what? We appreciate you guys so much. Don't forget to tune in next Saturday because we're here every Saturday at 1 p.m. And don't set your family up for failure in your retirement. Let us help you set your family up for success. Hey, see you next Saturday, buddy. You know you will. All right. Uh, we will continue uh, on here with the, uh, well, the all types of programming uh, for you on KGMI. We've got a quick look at the news. Uh, we'll uh, jump into the KGMI newsroom and uh, maybe do a little traveling here on the, uh, the RN Travel Show. That's all up next on KGMI.